0: I'm from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from Thursday, the 2nd of December, 2021. A quick summary of what's going down in Sockhart Velo. Monday, the 29th, Misha was allowed to attend his trial regarding the illegal dispersal of an opposition rally in Tbilisi on the 7th of November in 2007. He is charged with abuse of power. In court, Misha said he didn't trust Georgia's legal system, He stated that Georgia was behind the 2007 rally and aimed to obstruct Georgia's NATO integration. He also claimed that it was the interior ministry that made the decisions regarding the rally and not him. Misha referred to an ongoing argument about rallies being dispersed in many countries and presidents never being held accountable for them. He also emphasized that he could live calmly in Ukraine, but decided to return to Georgia to save the country. He also seized the opportunity to deliver a speech and address the public, of course. Did I make mistakes? And we quote here, more than enough, we failed to create an independent judiciary that harmed many. Now it is harming me and I apologize to everyone who suffered, end quote. According to the prosecutor, Saakashvili failed to explain why the rally was violently dispersed And what was the motive behind the police raid of Imedi TV on the 7th of November 2007? TV channel founder Badri Patakatsashvili was Misha's vocal critic, and Imedi was forcibly taken off the air on that day. The hearing was held amid a rally in front of the Tbilisi City Court Building. During the protest, 15 opposition members and activists, including one of the opposition leaders, Gigi Ugulava, were arrested for allegedly disobeying police orders. During the hearing, Misha also said that prison authorities arranged the guards to assault him and described his transfer from Rustavi prison to the medical unit in Guldani prison as an inhuman treatment. Want to know more? Link in the show notes for an article published by Open Caucuses Media entitled, "Sakashvili insists Georgia did not have a criminal for a president, end quote. Still on political news, on Friday the 26th, the city of Batumi approved a $250 million Lottie, which is about $80 million U.S. dollars, annual budget for the next year amid protests. What was the motive behind the protest? As you know, Georgian Dream, or Otsneba, used to have control of the Batumi City Council. However, it lost its majority in 2021. Municipal elections and the first sessions of the newly elected municipal councils around the country will begin on Friday the 3rd of December. Before the members of Otsneva headed out, they decided to approve an annual budget for the city. The opposition national movement, or Nazebi, protested this lame duck move because they claimed they shouldn't have done it, knowing they would be replaced in the city council very soon. Same happened in Zubdidi. City council approved a budget of $47 lari, about $15 million U.S. million before the session for the newly elected council began. Saturday the 27th, two workers were trapped in a collapse of land mass at a mining site in the industrial city of Tribuli. Unfortunately, after hours of search operations by the emergency management services, one worker was found dead, the other passed away in a hospital. Last week on Thursday the 25th, a ceiling collapsed in a classroom of a newly constructed public school in the village of Didi Chkoni in Martvili, Ryan. The students and the teacher were in the classroom when the incident happened, but luckily no one was injured, according to the director of the school Elguja Totochia, construction company LTD Hydros Sheni will reinspect the building and reimburse for damages. Remember a few updates back, we said that the government was working on new regulations for the gambling business. Well, amendments have already been introduced. Lower age limit for gamblers will increase to 25 years of age. There is no grandfather clause. This means one million citizens who are currently eligible for gaming will be prohibited from doing so. People who receive social assistance and public servants will also be banned from gambling online. And entering casinos. According to the amendments developed by the Ministry of Finance, taxes for the online gaming business will see a 65 to 70 percent increase. Gambling is not the only sector that's being addressed legislatively. Fines are also increasing for the sale of tobacco products within a 50-meter radius of educational institutions. Currently, the sale of cigarettes near schools is fined 200 Lottie, which It's about 60 U.S. dollars. That'll increase to 500 Lottie, or about 150 U.S. dollars. The law is approved. You can also be fined with 60 bucks if you smoke while driving a cab or personal vehicle with minors in it. Mm-hmm. Bill is planned to be presented at the next parliamentary session. On to COVID news, the list of countries with the highest weekly COVID-19 death rate. Georgia is now in second place, while its neighboring countries, Armenia and Azerbaijan, are eighth and 39th, respectively. Data confirmed coronavirus cases still remain over 5,000. The total cases of the virus amount to about 800,000. As we mentioned a few weeks ago, the government announced an incentive program in November which provides pensioners with pension bonuses of 200 lari, about 65 U.S. dollars, if they receive at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. Since then, a total of over 50,000 citizens have gotten vaccinated. As of this week, a total of 1 million people have been fully vaccinated. On Tuesday, the 30th, a 3 million euro grant agreement was signed between Georgian Finance Minister Lasha Khutsashvili, and the German Development Bank, South Caucus's office, Director Bridget Holderid Kress, Germany has given a grant to Georgia to support families affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. On Wednesday, the 1st of December, the head of the Georgia's National Center for Disease Control, Amiran Gamchelidze, stated that the country is expecting to receive special PCR tests from international partners to diagnose the new variant of the virus called Omicron. It was detected in Africa last month. Enough bad news. Let's move on to something a little more positive. On Monday the 29th, three w- women's rights activists, Eliso Ruhadze, Baya Pataraya, and Tozu Gulmanelli, received the Keto Mikeladze Award from the Women's Fund for their dedication to eradicating gender inequalities within the scope of their work. Eliso is a lawyer, Baya is a human rights defender, and Tozu is an activist working with women that are part of ethnic minority groups. The Kato Mikeladze Annual Award is named after Georgian feminist and activist who led activism on gender equality in the late nineteenth century. This week on Tuesday the 30th, a tourist route opened on the Inguri River Arch Dam in the town of Jvadi. It's the world's second highest concrete arch dam with a height of over two hundred and seventy meters. During a two-hour route, visitors will be able to see the Dam Shields building and the Arch Dam's bridge and tunnel. Check it out when you're in Jvadi. On to sports, on Saturday, the 27th, Georgian figure skater Morisi Vitelashvili won a Grand Prix of the International Skating Union in Sochi. Friday, the 26th, the national basketball team defeated Ukraine 88 to 83 in the 2023 FIBA World Cup qualifier match hosted in Tbilisi, but the team lost against Spain 61 to 89 following qualifier match held on Monday, the 29th. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining. Subscribe to our show and your favorite podcast listening app and be updated weekly about the big stuff going down in Georgia. We'll let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com.